Okay, so I'm really bad at telling stories because I stutter. I say, um, and I circle back, forget what I'm supposed to talk about, and take very long pauses. But I'm going to try to do this on today's episode. So as I was showering, I just kind of had a thought. Um, I kind of remembered of a crazy story that happened to me pretty much from the ninth grade. And it really dragged on all the way past like my early 20s, possibly until I was like almost to my mid-20s. Um, but, okay, let's start from the beginning. So, in grade nine, I started dating this guy who I thought was the love of my life. And I thought he was for a very long time. And when I say a very long time, yeah, I meant till almost my mid-twenties. And I'm 28, so it wasn't even that long ago. So, we dated in ninth grade. We took summer school together. We went to the same high school together, um, but we didn't really get to know each other until we were in summer school together. And we dated for about a month. Super dramatic, super tragic. He ended the relationship with me because his parents found out and told him that he was too young to be dating and he needed to focus on his studies. I was in ninth grade going into grade 10 and he was going into grade 11. So he really needed to focus on getting into a good college or university. So we broke up, super tragic. I thought it was the end of the world, just like any other 10th grader would think um, whenever they get out of a relationship. So anyways, that ends. I go through a series of really emotional roller coasters because all throughout high school he dates other girls when he told me that we couldn't be together because of school so it was a very emotional few years that I had left in high school um so after we graduate high school he would kind of message me once in a while um just to kind of be like you know you're always the one. I've dated other people, but I've always liked you the best. And he wouldn't ask me to get back together, but he would message me to just tell me that. Just to tell me that he liked me the most out of all of them. And he had a weird fetish. of He really liked um, seeing me wearing pantyhose. And he was just asking me to send pictures of, like, my legs wearing pantyhose. Like, during that time when he told me to do that, like, I didn't even think it was sexy. I was just really confused why he would ask me to do that. But um, I would just do it anyways. Because I really liked him, and I was a really stupid young 18, 19-year-old during that time. I would go back and slap me if I could. Um, Anyways, fast forward to a lot of years later, you think maybe I was 22 or 23, we didn't talk all those times, Um, I think like maybe for two to three years that we didn't talk, and then one day he messages me, well I didn't know that he messaged me, it was an unknown number, and 
he told me that it was him. Let's give us let's give him a name. First name that pops into my head, Stephen. So Stephen messages me and says that, hey Carol, I'm in Montreal right now. Long story short, I got into a fight with my parents because they were being very overwhelming. They wouldn't give me any space. My dad cheated on my mom and it's a total disaster and they kicked me out of my house. And now I'm in Montreal by myself. I'm super broke, but I'm really hoping that I can see you again. And I was like, what? That's super dramatic. Um, But, you know, part of me still really liked him. So I was like, you know, like completely ignored all the red flags. I was just like, okay, are you okay? Was really concerned about him. And then... um, I I asked if we could FaceTime and he's like, no, I'm sorry. Like I actually, after I came up to Montreal, like I'm not really making much money and I'm super broke right now. So I just have like a regular flip phone and I can only text or call. So I was like, okay, sure. Let's jump on a phone call. So when he called me, all of my, I guess, what's it called, all my doubts and stuff of him lying to me just went away because I remembered what his voice sounded like and it was him. It was Steven. So we talked for a long time and I was just thinking like, oh my God, like maybe after all these years, I'm actually going to be with this person. Um, so he kind of disappears a few weeks at a time and would message me again just to check up on me, um, but, like, keep disappearing. <coughs> Red flag. But, um, you know, as, like, stupid girl I am that was stupidly in love, I still continued to really, I guess, want to believe that what he was saying was the truth. Um, and then... Okay, this is like kind of like another side story that I promise is going to come back to the main source of the story. So when I was in high school, I was friends with a guy named, let's call him Bob. So Bob was a good friend, a little bit creepy, kind of like to hit on all the girls, but he was a decently good friend. And so... The reason why Bob is relevant was because during this time that me and my ex Steven started talking again, Bob comes into the picture again to kind of ask me about it, to be like, hey, I heard that you and Steven reconnected and are talking again. And I was like, yeah, how did you know? And he was like, oh, well, Steven told me. So I don't know, like, even though maybe to you that sounds super weird, but to me, it actually made me have a little bit of validation. Like, oh, like, maybe Steven definitely isn't lying to me if there is a second person that can confirm his story. And that was what I thought. Ridiculous, wasn't it? Um, 
So there was like a point in time among all the, the communication between Stephen and I through like the weeks of messaging on and off and just disappearing for weeks and coming back again. I started to lose trust, obviously. Um, and then one day, Bob comes to me and says, okay, you know, I know you're super upset with what's going on with Stephen, but I just want to let you know that he came to Toronto from Montreal last week and we hung out. And he told me that he felt super bad about not really having time to chat with you recently, but he really likes you and is really hoping that you would give him another chance. At that point, any normal person would be like, no, fuck that. This is it. This is stupid. I haven't seen this person. I don't even know if he exists right now. He could be dead for all I know. Or he could be another person impersonating him right now for all I know. I literally did not know. But you know what that conversation got me to think? Oh my God, you're right. You know, like, since you met him, he must be real. Like, this, the story must be real. So I believed him. And just, you know, continue to, um, you know, message Stephen and believing that he was in so much trouble, so much debt. And so that's why he can FaceTime me or see me or even message me constantly besides once every like two to three weeks or maybe even a month yeah I let it drag on for that long it's completely ridiculous I know um but then there was a while where we just completely stopped talking and I just kind of like gave up on it um so here I am on tinder as you would and I match with somebody who I went to high school with, who was actually in the same year as Steven. So we end up hanging out and I was like, hey, are you still friends with Steven? And he said, yeah, we actually do hang out once in a while. And so I was like, hey, crazy story, but... And I tell him everything that happened between me and Steven. And he's like, okay, you're definitely getting played because he is not in Montreal. He's in Vancouver right now. And I felt like I knew. I felt like I knew the whole time, but just refused to believe it. Like I wanted to believe that this, that Steven actually did exist in this story that he portrayed and we were actually going to get back together um but part of me knew that (laughs) it wasn't going to happen and like I was getting fucked in some weird way and so the this guy that I was with during this time he calls Steven in front of me and completely obviously different phone number from the one that I had of him because the number he used was a Montreal phone number. So, um, and then it's Steven who, he doesn't pick up, but it jumps to voicemail and it's his voice. And then 
but he misses the call. And a few minutes later, he texts the friend saying, hey, what's up? Sorry, I missed your call. And so the guy just messages him and says, oh, sorry, but dial, uh, are you at home? And he says, yeah, I'm at home. So, yeah, at that point, it was just like, you know, just everything just confirmed at that point that somebody was fucking with me and they're laughing at me at that point. And (laughs) it was, yeah, I don't know. I was, it was upsetting, but at the same time, I kind of laughed at it as well, being like, oh my God, I can't believe I was so stupid. And then um, afterwards, when I found that out, I remember um, one of the days Bob messaged me and I was just a little bit freaked out because obviously whatever was going on over there, he was in on it or like helping, like, I'm still really confused because the voice was Steven's voice. And when I had talked to Bob on the phone before, definitely different voice. So either both of them were in on it to fuck with me or Bob just found a way to impersonate this, my ex's voice or something like that. I just want to let you know, there were nudes exchanged at this point. So after I found this out, obviously I was super uncomfortable about it. And then, so Bob messages me one day. Obviously, I've kind of found out about what happened, so I don't respond to him. Um, after messaging me didn't work, he used WhatsApp, and then he used Instagram, and then he used Twitter, and then he used Facebook. He literally exhausted all the options of different um, ways that he could message me on. Um, So he kind of gave up. And a little bit while later, I kind of thought about it. So I messaged him, confronting him about the whole thing. And that was the last I heard from him. He never messaged me. Um, My message didn't even go through. So I think at that point, um, like, he probably blocked me afterwards. So, yep, that's my crazy story. Like, up until now, I still don't really know the connection between Bob and Steven if they were actually doing it together or if Bob just kind of found a way to screw with me. And I don't even know why they did it. (laughs) For the nudes, maybe? Or maybe they just, like, it's 2020 now. Like, maybe this is still a story that they laugh about once in a while, you know? Um... So, yeah, I mean, (laughs) I hope another crazy story like that never happens to me again, but sometimes I reflect back to the story and think, like, I think I deserve to be in a um, a Netflix movie about my crazy dating life. Um, But anyways... Thank you for listening to my super awkward story. It's been fun. Thanks for listening to my story, my 
five loyal subscribers. Goodbye.